At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin hour number three, Betting Across America, right here on VEASAN, presented by BetMGM, Dave Ross, alongside Wes Reynolds. And we mentioned Kent State had that fourth down. What were they going to do? They opted for the three, but they got the three. Mm -hmm. At least they get on the board. Yeah, Northern Illinois right now, minus nine and a half at BetMGM, 50 and a half on the current total. So about what it was with halftime. All right, and right now still waiting for the third quarter to begin between Baylor and Oklahoma State. Again, right now, uh, the live number there, looking at Baylor, uh, laying nine now, which is amazing. Preflop, remember, they were getting seven. Uh, what a pleasure it is to have Tony Barnhart join us here from the SEC Network. Follow him on Twitter at Mr. CFB. Tony, great to have you on here. And again, I, I'm just stunned because I'm just so unaccustomed to seeing Nick Saban as such a big underdog. Some people are waiting to see if this number actually gets to seven before kickoff here. Should there be danger for the Georgia Bulldogs today when you're looking, you know Nick Saban's got to be using this as motivation. You're absolutely right. You've got to use as much. Was it like 92 games since <laughs> Nick Saban was an underdog? I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, it, this is one of those things, one of these games today, and I'm, I'm, I'm down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium now, uh, where if Alabama just does what they can do, uh, which is they throw the ball well, they catch it well, they don't run the ball particularly well, so, so don't try to – beat your head against the wall and figure out something to, to just give the quarterback enough time uh, to throw the ball and just do play within the scope of your talent. Now, Georgia's a really good team. This is a generational defense at Georgia. But I think there is there is a path for uh, Alabama, and I, I, I never thought that six and a half was the right number. I mean, to me, this, this is a field goal game. Tony, you've been watching the SEC for a long time, obviously covered it, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, CBS, et cetera, et cetera. And you mentioned this Georgia team being a generational defense, and the numbers really don't lie. But when you look at this Georgia team, it's kind of an odd team in the way of you look at them, and they really don't have that marquee win. Now, a couple of these teams were down this year. Clemson was mm -hmm. a little bit down this year. They, you know, obviously didn't play Alabama in the regular season and didn't have to play some of those teams in the West Division. But in the eye test, it's like they absolutely passed the eye test. So it's kind of like we almost have to call them the best team in the country, even though they don't have that where it's like some people say they didn't beat anybody. But just watching them on film, it doesn't matter the competition. Well, that, that's exactly right. Georgia is an incredible it, – it's a fair criticism to say they haven't played an elite team. That, that is absolutely fair. 
It's also fair to say Alabama will be the best team they've played this season. The issue is the efficiency, the almost cold-blooded efficiency that Georgia uses to beat teams. I mean, teams have hung in there for a little while, but then they, Georgia will get up 10, 12, 13 points and then absolutely just grind you into the ground. Mm. And, and that's what they're hoping happens against uh, Alabama today. I, I think the key for Georgia is not giving up big plays in the passing game, which is what Alabama can do, does well. If they can avoid the big play, uh, I think Georgia will be fine. Tony, let's talk a little bit about Stetson Bennett, because I think a lot of people, when they're handicapping this game, they say, well, if there is a quote-unquote weak link, because Georgia's defense, as you mentioned, generational, that maybe it is the quarterback. Could that show itself today? Alabama's defense, though, has not been on par with some of the great Alabama defenses we've seen in the past. Well, first of all, that's absolutely true. It's a good defense, but not a vintage Nick Saban, great, great defense like some of those he's had in the past. I tell you guys, I've come around on Stetson Dunn. Uh, I sit there, and when you look at the tape and you look at how he plays, he is so accurate, makes the right decisions, doesn't turn the ball over, extends plays with his legs, gets first down with his leg. He has done everything that you would want a quarterback to do. And that doesn't mean he's not going to go out there against Alabama today, throw a couple of picks and get behind, and then all of a sudden they're having to bring JT Daniels uh, off the bench. Uh, and and that, that could happen. But I, I don't see – you have to understand how this team has rallied behind Stetson Bennett. I mean, you talk about a former walk-on who left because he, wanted to, he just wanted to play somewhere. Then he came back, and next thing you know, he's leading the number one team in the nation. It's, it's a great story. So, Tony, let's go to the other quarterback in this game, that being Bryce Young, who is the favorite right mm-hmm. now on all the odds yep. boards to win the Heisman Trophy. But it almost seems like it's a little bit of a battle of attrition this year where it's like nobody has really grown out and grabbed this award because usually this time of year we got somebody right. it's like a minus $1,000 favorite right. and it's almost a foregone conclusion. But Bryce Young minus 185, not a great game last week, but a Heisman moment if you want to call it that. A lot of people have been telling us all year, Tony, that this is the game where we're going to see Bryce Young maybe run the football a little bit more because we haven't really seen that out of Bill O'Brien. Do you expect to see more zone read for Bryce Young just based on the speed of this Georgia defense and the fact that this Alabama offensive line looked last week for about three and a half quarters did not look very good against Auburn? Right. I think they'll absolutely have to. They have to, they have to do it. That, that's their best chance to win. You're not going to line up particularly with their best running back, Brian Robinson, hurt, probably not going to play in this game. You've got to generate some kind of running offense to keep the pressure off the quarterback. And I think that's their that's their best chance. Uh, they're down to like one or two scholarship running backs. So, yeah, I think we will see that because it's really probably the only way Alabama's going to get any kind of a running game. Talking with Tony Barnhart here, of course, at the SEC Network. Follow him on Twitter at MrCFB. And, Tony... You know, really, they pulled a Houdini act here uh, at the uh, to go ahead and somehow figure out a way to beat Auburn last week. I know most people just assume that if Alabama loses today, they can't find their way into the college football playoff. Georgia right now, even with a loss, their percentages of still making it are over 99% here, even if they lost today. Do you see a pathway for two-loss Alabama to still get to the college football playoff? The, the path would have to include utter chaos below them. <laughs> For example, Baylor is beating Oklahoma State. That's a part of chaos. Uh, uh, Cincinnati losing like that. Maybe Michigan losing. But I, at, with two wins, if, put it this way, if, if, if the, if the, 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 it'll be a heck of an argument to argue two-loss Alabama versus a two-loss Baylor who just won the Big 12 championship. Mm-hmm. That will be a mighty argument. I think Baylor wins that argument because they would be conf- have a conference championship, which is which certainly serves as a tiebreaker. There is a path for Alabama, but it involves a lot of help from a lot of people. And maybe so far getting that to your point here, 21-6 to Oklahoma State does have the football right now with a first and 10 inside uh, Baylor territory. Uh, just when we look at the landscape of the SEC, and Tony obviously changed dramatically with the hiring of Brian Kelly down there at, at Baton Rouge with LSU. 
Uh, what do you make of that move? I mean, people are getting on him for trying to do the the, the colloquial Southern accent here. <laughs> uh, what do you make of so far with Brian Kelly going down there to Baton Rouge? Well, first of all, going all the way back to Vivian Lee and, and going with the wind, nobody <laughs> who didn't grow up in the South does a good Southern accent. Let's just <laughs> let's get that out. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, I thought I think the hire the hire was brilliant. I really do. Uh, you you're catching. Uh, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's had five straight 10-win seasons, has won more games than any other coach in the history of the University of Notre Dame, and you got a chance to get him out of Notre Dame. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a great move. Here's a guy been coaching 31 years, has almost 300 wins, uh, proven system, proven uh, methodology, and uh, he'll be able to recruit in a larger pool of athletes that he could at Notre Dame. Let's go ahead and put that on the table right now. So uh, I think it's, I think it was a great move uh, for, for LSU. And very quickly, Tony, as we look at the rankings here, and by the way, Oklahoma State just had another turnover, so Baylor turns them away. They've got a 21-6 to lead. Right now in the, in, the, in the rankings, obviously Oklahoma State is number five. Notre Dame is number six. Now the committee, before they elevated Marcus Freeman to the head coach when he was still just the de- defensive coordinator, they had said they were going to – not mark off necessarily for Brian Kelly not being there, but they didn't have a head coach. Now that they have one, how do you think that plays out into the committee with Notre Dame being, uh, you know, idle today? How, does that factor in? Does that help them now that they have a permanent hire in Marcus Freeman? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it really matters. I think it, it. Well, the fact that they have a coach, okay, and the fact that the, the team has rallied around Marcus Freeman. I don't. I, if, if 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 Notre Dame is the one one lost team that's standing there when all this is said and done, I think they, I think they get in. So it certainly didn't hurt to get to have the question of the coach resolved and resolved to the extent where the players have really rallied behind Marcus Freeman. All right, and very quickly, because you are there on site, I mean, we're assuming this has got to be a home field advantage for Georgia today, but I'm, I, I know those Crimson Tide backers are going to travel well, and I know the ticket distribution is the same, but do you get a sense either way so far, Tony? Just from my, I had a bunch of stuff to do down here yesterday, and I just saw more Georgia people than I did Alabama people. But something just tells me that when the game starts, it's going to be about 50-50 when all said and done. Uh, we're going to be watching it. Uh, you have a great bird's eye view there at the Georgia Dome. Uh, Tony Barnard, really appreciate the time and the information. Again, follow him on Twitter at Mr. CFB. Enjoy the game, Tony. We appreciate your time. All right, guys. Take care. Thank right. you, Tony. Should be a really good one. Again, you know, Jeremy Wingle, one of our directors here, is like, hey, I'm waiting to see if this number gets to seven. Wes, it's not. You and I have talked yeah. about that, right? It's staying at six and a half for a reason because mm-hmm. you know there's buyback coming on Bama. If they well, get to seven. And, and look, I think it might have been on Tuesday when we saw the South Point had seven. They were right. the only one that had it, and that got gobbled up in like five seconds. So six and a half, probably not a lot more movement on this number really from that standpoint. So currently six and a half. And uh, by the way, a quick update before we go to break. Another turnover for Oklahoma State. Baylor now minus 9.5, 46.5 on the total. I took a nibble at that second half under 21.5. So far, the second half under is looking like a rather smart play. When we come back, Mo Egger is going to join us. He is uh, going to be breaking down Houston and Cincinnati in another title game and another one with college football playoff implications. Come on back. Betting Across America right here on Neeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow the money is hitting the road next week. Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard will be live from the Foxwood Casino in Connecticut Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you're in the area, come on down and meet the guys and be sure to tune in every day from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Good to see you, Follow the Money. Those guys on the road at Foxwoods in Connecticut. Back here alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America, and I've seen it all. Yeah. I do not understand. Dave Aranda is a great coach. Mm-hmm. He's done a masterful job with this Baylor football team. You've got fourth and one inside your own 40 in mm-hmm. a 21-6 lead with 10 minutes to go in the third quarter of the Big 12 title game. And I said, well, you, you got to punt. There's not even a question. It's a full yard, if not a yard and a half. There's only one way that you can let Oklahoma State get back in this thing, and that's if you go for this. Yeah. Not only do they go for it, they get a little play action. Your freshman quarterback throws the ball out of bounds. Yeah, it's a it's a terrible decision uh, by Dave Aranda there. By the way, it was fourth and one from their own 36. Now what you do when you points. don't get it, you give Oklahoma State a short field. This is a quarterback, by the way, in Spencer Sanders that has turned the ball over to you twice. Punt him and let him turn him, it over Dave? to you again. He's already done it twice in the game, and now Oklahoma State does get a third and short. And they do have a first down at the Baylor 26. 9.20 left to go, 21 to 6. Baylor currently 7.5 point favorites, 47.5 on the total. But you, you, you gave Mike Gundy and his guys a, a reprieve here. That, that was not smart, I think. And look, I don't mind. I'm more of a little bit of a go for it guy, but not in that position. No, Up 21 to 6 with a team that has not really moved the ball At that all? you know has to throw the ball now because that running back is out for the rest of the game. So now when you look at, at the adjusted numbers here, seven and a half, the uh, Baylor Bears are now favored by seven and a half. So Okie State getting seven and a half. And again, that you see that total creeping down now, 47 and a half. Is there a potential spot with Uncle Mo theoretically switching here, uh, even though it's third down now for Baylor? Would you be more apt to hop in on the Bears now? Especially uh, on Oklahoma State? And not, not now because it was seven and a half. Uh, so I'm going to wait on it. And by the way, Oklahoma State, look, they hadn't really found the rhythm yet offensively. They haven't. I would not. I just, uh, I, that's just a baffling decision. It really is. I, I'm still like stunned talking about it. It's like, okay, why would you do that? This game, you know, has kind of slowed to a crawl a little bit. Fourth and one from the 36. And if you're going to go for it, if you've got that that many uh, that many huevos or that big a huevos here where you're going to go for it, Run it right up the middle. Yeah, don't do it. Them. Yeah, don't try. Yeah, I don't like when you just try to trick them. No. You know, we were talking about a team being physical with Damon Benning earlier when we were previewing the Big Ten championship game later tonight. That's what Michigan does. They're just physical. They don't try to trick you. They just line up and smash you. And, you know, I think Dave Aranda kind of trying to get a really too little bit too cute here, and he might have let Oklahoma State right back in the game as Spencer Sanders is going to scramble up the middle. First and goal now from the five. I mean, you, you just let him back in the game. I, that, I, that's just foolish. It really is. And again, I know the analytics people are going to get on somebody like me to say, what in the world? Well, I, I screw them because they're wrong. They are. And again, I said it to you. I said, I don't care if they get it. Even if they, the only opportunity for a team that you're sitting all over defensively mm-hmm. is to allow them this opportunity. And let's see if they capitalize on it. They might not. Okay. I believe they still have a first down here, but. 
uh, well, I'm going to check on that. This is a personal foul oh, penalty. A, bad... a late oh, hit by number oh, 72 whoa, whoa. on the Oklahoma State offensive line. Oh. That is a terrible penalty when you're getting down here, you know, to a scoring position here. So that is going to be a 15-yard penalty for Oklahoma State because Spencer Sanders had scrambled down, I believe, to the four-yard line. I think they're still going to have a first down. But now you're back at the 15. Okay, and again, so I, I, I'm not trying to get on the analytics people. I understand the analytics might have said to go for it there. Not in that situation because tone and tenor, the book cannot account for that. And the way mm-hmm. that this game was flowing, you punt that ball deep, and, and Baylor is dead in the water right now. You've given them life right now to that point. Because of that first and goal, uh, even though they have been backed up, now it's first and 10. Now you see the live numbers switching here at BetMGM, five and a half. For Oklahoma State, so they're anticipating And there's points. a pass interference that's going to be half the distance of the goal on Baylor. This is totally Yeah, don't put yourself on a short field here, right. by the way. And uh, speaking of a shorter field, uh, Northern Illinois didn't need to score on offense there. They got a pick and a six for a touchdown. It is now 23-3 to with the extra point pending. Recall this was 17 to nothing Ooh. at the half, so 10 points so far in the second half. But uh, look... Kent State's going to continue to run their offense and have to go tempo. They really have to do it oh now. 24-3 Huskies. Uh, Huskies pick to finish dead last in the MAC West this year. Okay, so 20- and they may be winning the MACTION title. Absolutely. 23-3, so PAT pending there. Four minutes to go in the third quarter there. We do have a first and goal scenario here for Oklahoma State. And again, for those live in-game uh, betters, this is why we're keeping you uh, glued right here to this. Because, again, this felt like a game that potentially was over. It's a touchdown now for the Cowboys as they get back in there. And all of a sudden, a game that you had complete control of, Dave Aranda, I just do not understand that logic at all with a freshman quarterback and go and play action. And, yeah. and now all of a sudden you get a ball game here. The Big 12 title game is back, uh, certainly in action, 21-12. Let's see if they go ahead and kick the extra point and make this a one-score game. Uh, eight-point deficit with the PAT pending. Yeah, that is an absolutely foolish decision uh, by Baylor there and by Dave Aranda. Now, going to be a one-score game. I think, and look, and I'm I'm more of the go-for-it guy, I think, of the two here, but I think that's absolutely foolish there in that situation when you've got an offense that's it. that has not had any energy. Now you've got an offense here that scored on a short field like, all right, we're back, we're, we're, we're back you know. We, we've gone through, we, we've made it through the rain, so to speak, here. We, so 21-13 Baylor, Baylor minus 5.5, 49.5 at BetMGM. You blocked the field goal right before the, the first half, and I said maybe they get some momentum there. And then you get the stop to begin the third quarter, so Baylor does their job defensively, and you have a fourth and one inside your own 40 at, what, the 36, 37-yard line. Mm-hmm. It's inexplicable. Yeah. It, it, it makes absolutely no rational sense. Other than analytics. Right. That's the only way that that makes any sense. Well, I if mean, if you're following that book, I'm sorry, you got to throw that book. You got to mix it up with that yes. and also situational football. So uh, we do have Oklahoma State at least back within a one score game. It is not a one score game at Ford Field in Detroit, 24 to 3, Northern Illinois, NIU minus 16 and a half, 48 and a half now on the total. Only 10 points here in this first 11 minutes. But look, Kent State, I wow. mean, they got to put one on the board. It's like you're kind of you're kind of waiting here. The hour is getting very late. We know that they run this tempo, but credit to Thomas Amick and NIU. They have absolutely been all over the Golden Flashes. All right, at the top of the hour, as I try to calm down from the Dave Aranda decision because it is really a head-scratcher to me, Utah State against San Diego State here, and right now uh, the Aztecs, uh, Brady Hogan Company, they are laying six. That over-under is set at 49-and-a-half. So, again, been a really good job for Brady Hoke here so far this season with only the one loss. But today, does that six feel like maybe a little bit too much? I feel it feels about right. And actually did move up from the opener. Look, uh, you know what San Diego State is going to do. They're playing at that uh, Dignity Health Sports Park is kind of their ex-official home stadium because the stadium in San Diego being built for them, not ready to go. So, look. They haven't had a true home field advantage all year. They've been basically playing. It's like when the Chargers played in Carson, California. Right. They've basically been playing 100 miles uh, away from the campus here. And when you watch San Diego State, this is what they do. They play very good defense, and they run the football. And that's vintage kind of Brady Hoke. They're number two, by the way, in rushing defense in the country, only allowing 78.5 yards a game. They're really good on third down. Tied in the top nine in scoring defense. Tied for the top ten in turnover margin. And they also got about the best punter I've seen since Shane Leckler. If you've seen this guy, Matt Ariza, 
I mean, this guy, McAfee, tweets about him all the time. Oh, he's got the boomstick. This is the best punter, I think, since Shane Luckler was with the Raiders. This dude is like an absolute weapon. He is number three. They're number three in net punting, by the way. You know, just kind wow. of an odd stat that you don't pay attention hey, to. Special but, teams is huge. You know, he's a weapon because he has to be because yes. this offense uh, – only 110th in the country in total offense at 332 yards a game. But, you know, it's all about the defense. Utah State, I mentioned it earlier. The teams that they've lost to this season, Boise State, BYU, also a little bit of Wyoming, physical at the point of attack. Mm -hmm. And San Diego State is physical at the point of attack. So I do worry if I'm on the Utah State side that they're going to get a little bit out-toughed here. It is uh, Logan Bonner, the quarterback, came with Blake Anderson from Arkansas State, transferred in. And and look, uh, you know, been very good on the road, by the way. They have not lost a game on the road. Ironically enough, there are three losses for Utah State, all in Logan. Okay, so we'll see how that one's going to play out. But again, right now you look at uh, ATS, they've only been 6-5-1, but 11-1 straight up. For Brady Hoke and company, I didn't realize that we were going to go. I mean, that is, Wes Reynolds has got the info when he's going deep on the punter for the special teams. Advantage. I'm telling you, man, he's going to be the Ray Guy Award winner. That's a kid that is, they're going to, you know, it's always like, do you use a draft pick on a kicker or a punter? I'm not saying use the first or second rounder on the dude, but a second or maybe early third day pick on this guy. This guy's an absolute weapon. Watch uh, this afternoon. Matt Ariza is his name. All right, we've got a lot more to get to this afternoon here, betting across America. Of course, Ben Fox is going to join us. Uh, in about a half hour here uh, over at Mandalay Bay, we're going to have Kenny White, uh, Jeff Stoneback, and Scott Seidenberg uh, throughout this afternoon. So don't go anywhere. It does feel like Oklahoma State. Dave Miranda, I do not understand that. Let's see how this plays out. But right now, Baylor with an eight-point lead midway through the third quarter. But new life, it feels like, for the Cowboys as Baylor tries to flip the script they get in, into Oklahoma State territory. Come on back. It's Neeson, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter in every single bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. This guide is designed to give you an edge wherever you are betting on every game, playing contests, or whether or not you just want to buy a key high value in a prop scenario. The guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, things are flipping in the Big 12 title game. Baylor did have a first and 10 inside Oklahoma State uh, territory. That stall, that drive has stalled, and they've already punted. Mm-hmm. Now Oklahoma State has the ball back here in a one-score game. But the Golden Flashes get on the board in the MAC. In the MAC championship, game. they do twenty-four to ten, just about a little less than thirty seconds ago in the third quarter. Now NIU minus thirteen and a half, forty-nine and a half on the total. Baylor currently laying three and a half, forty-eight and a half on that total. But now Oklahoma State as life gave them a short field because Baylor has the three touchdowns, but two of those were on short fields. So you know, kind of a uh, mm. maybe more guts than brains going against it against one of the best defenses in the country, and now the Cowboys right back in it. That decision will never sit properly with yours truly. Again, I have a pizza money wager on Baylor uh, money line. So, yes, Dave Miranda, what were you thinking? Right now, they are three-and-a-half-point favorites here uh, in-game, and that total, as you see, at 48-and-a-half. All right, it is a pleasure right now to welcome in Mo Egger, afternoon host on ESPN 1530, contributor to The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter, at Mo Egger, who is at Nippert Stadium today. As we get ready for the showdown between Houston and Cincinnati, Mo, thanks for taking the time to join us today. I know a lot of people, obviously, you look at 10.5, Cincinnati expected to get this win. But also, until last week, they haven't been playing really their best football leading up to this crescendo here in this title game. What do you make of the Bearcats coming into this game today? Do you expect them to hit on all cylinders today? I do, and primarily because they're at home. They've won 26 straight games here. They've won six games here by an average of uh, over 32 points. They covered easily two weeks ago in this building against SMU, and so you know, I think 10.5 is a big number for any championship game, but I think this team is going to play well today. I think the, the fact that the Luke Fickle 
rumors about Notre Dame have been sort of put behind everybody. This team offensively, when it's struggled, it has gotten in its own way. I do worry about Houston's pass rush. I do worry about Houston being able to run the football. But from an offensive standpoint, when the Bearcats haven't stubbed their toe over the last couple of weeks, they've been nearly unstoppable. And I think you can double up on that when you talk about how good they've been at home. Mo, I uh, want to turn to the defense really quickly, which I think is the strength of the Bearcat team. It's even gotten better, seemingly, with since Marcus Freeman even went to South Bend. They've even improved upon that. Uh, when, when you look at what they did to SMU a couple weeks ago, SMU more of like an air raid type of offense that, that Sonny Dykes and those guys ran, and they just swallowed these guys whole. I mean, SMU got a couple garbage touchdowns at the end. From what you've seen of Houston, what are the different challenges that you think this offense could pre- present to Cincinnati, if at any at all? Uh, Houston can run the ball, and SMU, that was never going to be a big part of their game, and it certainly wasn't going to be a big part of their game when they faced a steep deficit early, and I think that was the key. I mean, I think it was the way that Cincinnati jumped on them early offensively. It put SMU behind the eight ball. It made them be one-dimensional, and this is a very good Cincinnati defense, but if they have a weakness, they have struggled at times against teams that run it right at them. Houston can do that. SMU could not, so I think if, if you get into the kind of game where the opposition has to throw it, this secondary at Cincinnati is up for the cha- up for the task. But if you get into the kind of game where you're going to try to shorten possessions, you're going to try to just simply move the change, you're going to try to eat some clock, you're going to try to beat them up at the point of attack, you can do that against the Bearcats. And Houston can do that with a freshman running back uh, named uh, Alton McCaskill. Uh, that, that would concern me to a degree. Now, a lot of teams have had success running the ball against Cincinnati here and there, but they haven't been able to do it across the entire game, perhaps with the exception of Tulsa. But even Tulsa in that game that they ran it well against Cincinnati, they fell behind by 16 points. And so they really didn't, you know, uh, use the running back to, to come back and win the game. They, they, they basically kept Cincinnati from scoring. But, but again, if, if you're going to have success against Cincinnati's defense, it's running the football. SMU could not. I think Houston can I wonder about Desmond Ritter here coming in, Mo, uh, into this uh, showcase game today against Houston. How would you evaluate his season? Because obviously right now, you know, earlier in the year, maybe a better shot to win the Heisman. Super long shot here, 100-1, to but still on the board there. But you look at the numbers, 27 touchdowns with the eight picks, QBR right around 75. What did you make of his season so far with this one final game to go in the regular season? You know, he's one of those guys, when you watch college football, you're like, God, that guy's been in school for 10 years. Uh, That's what happens when you're a four-year starter. It's been been fun to watch the the evolution of his game because, you know, what he didn't do this year as much was beat teams with his legs. And if you go back to his, you know, first three seasons at UC, that was his primary weapon. And he's evolved to the point where now – He's become a very good deep ball thrower. This offense just as a whole struggles with intermediate stuff, which I think, you know, Houston will try to exploit, but, but he's just really rounded into a a fine passer. You know, I mean, his, the, the questions about him that persisted his first couple of seasons were never about his athleticism or competitiveness uh, or ability to pick up the offense. It was he had limitations as a thrower, and he's progressed greatly. Is he as good as some of the other guys that you'll hear talked about uh, in contention for the Heisman? No. But is he prolific? Yeah. And uh, you mentioned something, only eight interceptions against 27 touchdowns. He's not a guy that makes a ton of bad decisions. He's not a guy that forces balls into areas where they shouldn't be thrown. He's not a guy who puts his team behind the eight ball with devastating picks. And so, yeah, it's, it's been fun to watch. He was obviously for the, the second consecutive year, the American Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year, and deservedly so. Mo, when you look uh, back to the Cincinnati offense here, do you expect it's going to be a little bit like the Tulsa game where maybe there was some jitters for these guys, mm-hmm. a little bit nervous early, or do you expect it to be more like the SMU game where they came out right away and absolutely focused? By the way, the total on this game, and that's kind of what I'm referring to, was 55. Now we're seeing 52, 52 and a right. half in the market. Do you see maybe a lower scoring game early from both sides as they're kind of feeling each other out? I think it's a fair question because I think there were times in the middle portion of the season where the pressure of not necessarily going undefeated, but having to win with things like style points Mm -hmm. and blow teams out. I think they were wearing that weight a little bit. I think the way they've played the last couple of games has been, if you're a Cincinnati fan, really encouraging because they just kind of let it fly. 
they came out offensively against SMU. They, they scored on the first play of the game from scrimmage, a 53-yard touchdown pass. I think that's how they're going to try to play today. I think they're going to try to put Houston away early and at least make them play from behind. As to how they'll execute, I mean, look, they're, they're playing for the biggest win in school history. They're playing for you know possibly a chance in the college football playoff. All of those things are swirling around. And so can this team put those things behind them? I tend to think the answer is going to be yes. There's 33 seniors on this team. Uh, they're a veteran bunch. They've you know handled every challenge this year. If you can go to South Bend and beat Notre Dame mm-hmm. pretty convincingly and never trail, I, 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 think, I think that bodes well for, for the challenge they have in front of them this afternoon. Yeah, it's interesting, speaking of swirling around, it always feels like Luke Fickle's name was up for every big job, whether it was SC or LSU or certainly Notre Dame, and they've all been filled. So, Mo, do you feel like now that that has kind of gone by the wayside here, that the team knows their coach is still there, that they kind of have that, that little monkey off their back wondering if their coach was going to yeah. exit stage left? I think it's it's good to have that behind them. I would like to think, and it's easy to say, I would like to think that no matter what's going on with your head coach, when you have a chance to make the college football playoff, uh, you don't allow distractions to compromise your availability or your, your ability to compete. Now, that sounds easy to say, but middle of the week, when people were wondering, God, is Luke Fickle going to go to Notre Dame? Could it happen before the UC season ends? You can't tell me that wasn't a factor in terms of their preparation. But I believe that come Saturday, regardless, they were going to be focused. That said, yes, it is a good thing for this team in this game today that that is behind everybody. All right, uh, Mo Egger, really appreciate the time and the information. Again, you are at Nippert Stadium. Again, uh, check him out. Follow him on Twitter, at Mo Egger. Enjoy the game, and uh, Mo, we do appreciate the time. We'll see if Cincinnati can get this final win and get into that college football playoff. You got it, man. Thank you. All right, absolutely. Can't wait for that game. That place is going to be rocking, by the way, Nippert Stadium. So uh, that's going to be – and that's what concerns me a little bit about Houston. It's like they have not really played – in that hostile environment this year. If you look at Houston's schedule, I know, you know, the AAC is a group of five and nevertheless, you know, not a lot of tough conference competition. But if you look at who Houston has played ever since that Texas Tech game at Rice, Grambling at home, and then the conference opposition, Houston really hasn't beaten anybody. Let me just ask you one quick question, okay? Notre Dame 25-1 to to get in. If Cincinnati lost in a really close game today and the committee had to choose between Cincinnati and Notre Dame. They choose Notre Dame. 100%. Okay, I mean, to win the championship, Notre Dame, to win the championship, 25-1. to I mean, that, but you, you realize that people would say, well, well then the, the regular season matchup didn't matter, right? That Cincinnati right. went to Notre Dame, won that game easily, as Mo was alluding to, and that game just wouldn't matter to the college football playoff committee. They, they don't care. Gary Barta and, and, and this cavalcade of committee members, whatever they're doing, they don't care. They don't care about the public perception. And by the way, another turnover in the Big 12 title game. Seconds ticking away. And uh, in their own territory. What a surprise. Maybe just punt the ball next time Dave ran a barrel right now, trying to resume control of that one. Come back. We'll break down all the live in-game numbers right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. Register for the king of sportsbooks using the code VSIN200 and win 200 bucks in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any college football game and any team simply scores a touchdown. BetMGM is always ready to help you for your gridiron glory. Enjoy innovative partway selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the code VSIN200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on any college football game and any team simply scores a touchdown. It's time to turn a big play into an even bigger payday. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. And boy, every time you feel like Baylor is going to run away and hide in this Big 12 title game, they don't. Oklahoma State turns them away. They've got the ball back. Mm -hmm. It's still a one-score game. And there's the entire fourth quarter to go. Right. And a missed 39-yard field goal wow. there, by the way. And that's kind of what's keeping Oklahoma State, besides that decision from Dave Aranda, they've had one field goal blocked already, and then they miss a 39-yarder because Spencer Sanders, and that's what we were saying, this guy will turn the ball over to you if you let him. And he did once again in territory. But nevertheless, Baylor doesn't come away with points. One score game to start the fourth quarter. If Sanders gets sacked, it'll be third and long. Baylor minus seven and a half, 44 and a half on the end game total. Is there anything that you would potentially dip your toe in here with only one quarter to go? Because again, you feel like it's going to get close to desperation time here for the mm-hmm. Cap Oaks. Mm-hmm. Is there anything either taking the seven well, and a half on Oklahoma State? At the, at the rate that this guy's turned the ball over, I don't have a lot of confidence. And I kind of said that earlier yeah. that I wasn't looking confident really there. But nevertheless, Dave Aranda did kind of give him a lifeline. Uh, he did. Speaking of a team that does need a lifeline, that would be the Kansas State Golden Flashes. They are down 24 to 10. 11.30 left to go. Minus 14 and a half, a long completion from Northern Illinois. Now they're just basically bleeding clock. They're going to have third and three, I think, from like the four-yard line is where they're going to spot that. NIU minus 14.5, but plus 115. So, you know, you can get Kent State at 14.5 and, and pay for the hook. That'd be minus 150, 49.5 on the current total. I put up the fourth down sign, get them off the field. That's what Baylor just did to Okie State. So, again, right now, Cowpoke's going to punt it back to the Baylor Bears. 13 minutes, click, tick, 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 as Baylor tries to win the Big 12 title. We'll keep our eyes and ears glued there. Any uh, adjustments that we see of uh, pertinence to the in-game wager, we'll bring those to you. Let's look very quickly ahead here before we get to some of these uh, later championship games to tomorrow's action in the NFL very quickly here, Wes, because there are some very interesting games on the slate, of course. When you look at the Buccaneers right now, uh, they are 10.5-point favorites against the Falcons. But before we do that, uh, we mentioned yeah. Baylor was just punting. Yeah, we got a muff punt we situation got a muff. here. So we just heard the roar of the crowd here from Circa. You see the, the pumped arms there. It just feels like Baylor, nine lives for this Oklahoma State Cowboy team. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many they've used up, but getting this ball back now on the muff punt I mean, it's setting up right there for Oklahoma State. I mean, like, there's always uh, the memes for these college football teams. You know, uh, it used to be years ago before they started winning national championships. They're Clemsoning. Right. You know, yeah, I guess it's Baylor Boy. Baylor-ing here. Uh, this is this is a muff punt here. So, uh, <laughs> you know, now looking at that, uh, that second half under that I played, of course, Oklahoma State now in territory. Six turnovers, by the way, in this game. That's two for the Baylor side and four for the Oklahoma State side. So... 
But maybe for Baylor, the best thing is for them to be on defense. Keep putting your defense out Yeah, there. because uh, let this guy turn the ball over to you once again. But nevertheless, a lot of time left in Jerry World. 12 and a half minutes, 21-13 Bears. Okay, so again, we'll see how that plays out. But right now, Baylor just keeps giving Oklahoma State opportunities to get back in this football game. And they've taken one of those opportunities on the uh, decision to go for it at fourth and one in their own territory up 21-6. to six. That backfired as Oklahoma State got that touchdown. And right now you see the adjusted numbers there. Two and a half. Wow. Two and a half. So they're expecting Oklahoma State to potentially cash this in. Right now they are inside the 30-yard line of Baylor, and they're going to have a third down and short coming up. you got to think now, mm-hmm. four-down territory once you get on the plus side of the field, right? Yeah. And, and, I mean, there's still a lot of time, but I don't think I'd be kicking threes here. I think you got to take advantage and kind of strike while the iron is hot here a little bit. And go for it. It is going to be a third and five, though. There's a lot of drama right now in the Big 12 title game, so we'll keep our eyes and ears glued there as well. But let's try to take a quick ahead, look ahead, rather, to the NFL tomorrow. You look at the Buccaneers, Antonio Brown's not going to be there uh, with his situation. Uh, And they're laying 10.5 here against the Dirty Birds in the ATL. Now, if you remember the first time these two teams played, it was much closer than the score indicated uh, as Tampa Bay had a huge fourth quarter get what looked like an easy cover. But, Wes, it really wasn't that easy the first time around. When you look at this this matchup here, laying the 10.5 in the road, a big total here of 15.5. Is there any side or total that you might like? Yeah, I didn't end up playing this. I kind of looked a little bit at the Atlanta side because I thought Tampa Bay did kind of get fortunate last week to get a win in Indianapolis. But, nevertheless, when you look at the uh, Tampa Bay side, they're starting to get a little bit healthier on defense. Mm-hmm. And Tampa Bay is, I believe, in the stretch of three straight road games and four games. That's that's off, that's often very hard for a team, even a veteran team like that. But still got a couple guys out for injuries. But it looks like Murphy Bunting is going to be back. Uh, we'll see if Carlton Davis is going to get active. For I think this dropped a little bit. Maybe people bet it on the AB news, but I don't think that that's really a big deal. I think Tampa Bay. Look. Tom Brady's one with less in yes, terms of has. weapons, so I'm never worried about that. Uh, Jamel Dean may be able to be back. It looks like Murphy Bunting's going to be back. It looks like Carlton Davis may be back. Uh, Dean is going to be a questionable, probably a game-time decision. But this is a team that is now all of a sudden getting healthy at the right time, especially on defense. And, and look, uh, they're, they don't look like they're going to be challenged in their division. We've kind of seen New Orleans, who we thought maybe was the contender, They've fallen on hard times and had a lot of injuries. Obviously, Kamara being out. We saw what happened with Taysom Hill on Thursday night against the Cowboys for interceptions. Uh, small lean still to Atlanta, you know, because I do think Tampa did benefit from the five Indianapolis turnovers last week. Atlanta did win on the road. They have Cordell Patterson healthy, and he's been really the difference maker. However, when you look at Atlanta, they've been bad at home this year. They're 0-4. 14 and 22 at that new Mercedes-Benz Stadium that's going to host the SEC Championship this afternoon. 14 and 22 since that opened in 2017. I still think this is pricey. This is four road games or four road trips and five games really for Tampa Bay. Okay, very quickly in the MAC title game, uh, Kent State. If you, you've got the Golden Flashes, I feel bad for you because uh, it looks like another touchdown here for Northern Illinois. They're taking command in this football game right now. We they now have a three-score lead in that one. And we keep mentioning Oklahoma State and the nine lives that Dave Aranda and Baylor keep giving to the Cowboys. Well, they're knocking on the door right now. First and goal at the one of Baylor mm-hmm. with ten and a half minutes to go. And remember, depending on when you got that number preflop, some people have Baylor six and a half, seven. So that that preflop total might come back into play here if Baylor yeah. uh, gives up the touchdown here in, in Oklahoma State. You got to assume goes for the two. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's going to be first and goal from the one. Just a little over ten minutes ago, I believe he is stuffed there. So going to get another crack at it. But yeah, absolutely uh, in play. Just got taken off and actually now back up. Baylor minus one and a half, forty-eight and a half on the total juice to the over. But look. Uh, uh, if Oklahoma State gets the touchdown, they're pri- kind of pricing it that maybe they don't get the two-point conversion here. But under 10 minutes ago, if you do get a touchdown, you obviously have to go for two. And that, that's the tough part here if you're in-game literally between plays here because, as you mentioned, it goes up and down right now and it's back down. But it was one-and-a-half Baylor. So assuming that Oklahoma State gets the touchdown and uh, the two-point conversion, it would all come down to that. 
Well, you got to feel like here is I believe they're going to be again. just a little bit short. And what happens now is this is still another minute off the clock. I know it doesn't feel like a lot and a big deal right now with nine minutes to go in regulation, but that clock is still continually ticking here as Oklahoma State cannot get this across the goal line here. Would you opt in for Baylor minus the point and a half figure? They still got to get that yard, and they still got to get the two-point conversion. Yeah, I, I, I do kind of lean that way a little oh bit. And we have the goodness. ball on the turf, and who has it? We got a fumble. And this, this would ball, be the fifth turnover for Oklahoma State. It is State. Baylor, and that's why I was saying, boy, maybe you hop in right there with Baylor to try to get that ball. I, I'm sorry. Oklahoma State has gotten it, so it's fourth and goal. Mm-hmm. But, again, that's why these things are happening literally in the moment. That's why we're giving you those numbers as they pop up. So minus one and a half for Baylor. And it looks like the kicker is coming on the field here. Okay. See, I'm going for it here. Yeah, Th- I am. This too. is where I'm going for. Get outside. I mean, just don't run it up right up the crapper here on this team that stopped you two straight times and now three straight times. So 20 yard field goal here for the Cowboys. Okay, so let's see if that field goal is good. It is. So now it's 21 16. So now if you're a Baylor backer and you were taking the six and a half or the seven, you're loving it. Because mm-hmm. now you feel like, all right, you just took away. The one potential shot I had at a bad beat if they tied this game And up. that's obviously very good for underbackers. It's now it's, it's on 37 with about eight minutes left to go. All right, we've got a lot of drama. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, Ben Falk's going to join us, and Kenny White's going to join us as well. Lots to get to. Betting Across America right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.